0: Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. We're going to be uh, playing around with the new format a little bit like we did in the last episode. So if you got any thoughts on the matter or any suggestions or anything else, please feel free to reach out to me. So we're going to do a few segments to get into the new format thing I'm looking at. And we're going to start out in this first part, just touch real briefly. It's the holidays are coming up. It's the week of Thanksgiving here in the States. Looking into a few days away, we've got Turkey Day. And like everything else this year, the holiday is being flavored by the covid And it's regrettable. It really is. And there are a lot of people that are not really appreciating all these overreaches and oversteps by our local and state governments that are basically telling them they can't be around their families, they can't spend time together. And as often as not, if you look at the legal phrasing on the way these things are coached, it's not a law. It's not a regulation that's being put into place in a legal manner. It's recommended or it's suggested or it's being done by a process of gubernatorial decree that is completely bypassing the judicial process. And these things that are supposedly being put in place are not laws by technical definition. But that's a whole different conversation. And realistically, there's a whole lot of hypocrisy involved in these things because if you can still go out to the store to go to one of the big box superstores and buy whatever the hell you want and be surrounded by morons that are hoarding toilet paper and running around panicking because a respiratory disease, apparently you can't have toilet paper or baby wipes. And I don't understand how we're running out of things at this point because every store I've gone into in the last three months has had limit one per customer on all of that stuff. Running out of things like bleach makes a hell of a lot more sense than running out of toilet paper, but it's still happening. People are still being stupid. Everyone else is getting fed up with it. Everybody's sick of the virus, and I'm not one of the people that's not taking it seriously. I know it's real. I'm not a, I'm not that tinfoil in my hat. I know it exists. I know it's a horrible thing for a lot of people. I also am firmly entrenched in the fact that government mandates saying you can't spend time with your family and you can't have more than a certain number of people at your house is a huge amount of overreach and overstepping the decision to do what is best for your family should be a matter of common sense wear your stupid mask when you're out in public if you feel sick if you are showing symptoms if you are symptomatic stay the hell away from people if you are showing severe symptoms go to the hospital don't go to the hospital don't wait in line to get tested if you are showing no symptoms unless you've been in contact with somebody it's really not complicated we've got hypochondriacs out there bogging the system down and making shit worse artificially inflating numbers the artificially inflating the, the the test counts slowing down the system because you just want to get tested just because not only is that stupid it's selfish and Realistically, it's just asinine to be doing it. You're not accomplishing anything. You're not helping things. You're part of the problem. We can't even get accurate numbers because there are people going out there and getting tested multiple times in a week because they heard that if they tested negative on Tuesday, they could test positive on Friday. And that's true. And if you're completely asymptomatic and you don't have to get tested for your job or because and you're just paranoid, stay your ass at home the people that are out there being exposed need to be tested people that are sick need to be tested if you're feeling fine and you haven't been around anybody that's tested positive there's literally no reason to go and because of you and your inability to act in a sensical manner we can't get an accurate idea of how bad things actually are and so we cannot respond accordingly people are out there applauding the erosions of their rights and their liberties. And it's really it's really sad that people are out here, and I, I'm not one for conspiracies and things like that, but I am a fan of common sense. And if you can't follow common sense on your own and realize if you're sick you need to stay away from people, if you're not sick you don't need to be getting tested every three days, really... I honestly, I hope you don't have kids, and if you do, I hope, I hope, I hope they have more sense than you, because if you're raising them to be paranoid delusionals, you're just compounding the problem. If you're teaching your kids to live in fear and to accept domination, you are going to be destroying their future. It used to be that we wanted our kids to do better than us. Now we want our kids to be more scared than we are, and that is ridiculous. So, the holidays are coming up. People are going to be doing what people are going to do. There are going to be people that are going to have as many people as they damn well please in their house, and that's their right. If you see your neighbor having an extra, they have an extra car, and they might have 11 people in their house instead of the 10 people that your state has mandated, mind your damn business. That's their choice to make you got a problem with the fact that they did it? stay away from them for two weeks. Don't expose yourself to them because they might have been exposed. Quarantine yourself. Your fear can rule your life, but you have no right to impose it on other people. It's literally the basis of everything this country is supposed to stand for. Freedom goes hand-in-hand with responsibility. You do what you are free to do, and you take the responsibility for the consequences of your actions that is your right and your choice to make it is not your right or your choice to make for anyone besides yourself and your kids if that you have young children in your house and you have to make the decisions you think are best for them and i understand that and i endorse that and i encourage that but you it's not your responsibility or your right to worry about anybody else's household just your own and people need to remember that it's not a complicated concept And it goes even in the spirit of the holidays. And and on top of that, if you've got nothing better to do than try and ruin the holiday because you don't agree with it. Because 500 years ago, a bunch of people came from Europe and decimated the native population. And it's wrong to be acknowledging that we're here now. And for some reason, you're a miserable bastard that doesn't want to be around... Anybody, not necessarily even family. I know some people have shitty families and they don't want to spend time with them and they shouldn't. If it's a toxic, negative environment, you don't need to be there. Find some people you do want to spend some time with. It's not about celebrating genocide or any of that other ridiculous bullshit that whiny people are going to try and feed you. It's about celebrating what we have and showing gratitude and being thankful that we live when we do, where we do, how we do. And we have the ability to do these things. And so if you're going to be one of these miserable bastards that's out there just trying to bring everybody else down, stay home, sit in the dark, have a TV dinner, and just be miserable by yourself. Don't ruin it for everybody else. Am I saying ignore things? No. Am I saying don't acknowledge terrible things? No. What I'm saying is, don't get hung up on shit that is literally done and over with and you can't do a thing about it nothing you can do is gonna change the past so you might as well just own up to it accept it nut up and get on with your life and those are probably the same people that want to tell you how you can and can't live your life because they know better than you do what is good for you and realistically just don't be one of those people. It's not super complicated. It's not super hard. If you start getting the urge to ruin the holidays for everyone else because you're a miserable bastard, or if you start feeling the need to call somebody and snitch on your neighbor because they have a big family and they decided they want all their children and grandchildren to come around for the holidays, just stop, take a deep breath, and repeat to yourself, it's none of my damn business. All right, so we're going to take a real quick break here, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about something that I honestly never thought you'd hear coming out of my mouth something that if you would have told me a couple weeks ago this would be something I even wanted to talk about I wouldn't have bought it so we're gonna take a real quick break we'll be back in a minute hi and welcome to the jury room a true crime podcast My name is Kevin, and I will be your host on this journey. We will be covering some of the most heinous, some of the most unthinkable, and some of the most monstrous crimes to ever be committed against humanity. We will be covering cannibalistic serial killers, decades old unsolved mysteries, cold cases, and missing person cases. The Jury Room Podcast is available on most major podcasting platforms. Please make sure you leave a review. Thanks for listening. Now back to your host, I Had to Say It. All right, welcome back. Now that that's out of the way, I want to talk about something that ties into the uh, promo you just heard. I have been listening to a whole lot of podcasts recently, and I've mentioned it in a couple other episodes, and I've given some recommendations, and I've found myself through the interactions I've had with other podcasters through social media and stuff like that, I've found myself actually getting into something I really never thought I would, and it got me thinking about the entire genre of true crime stuff. I've never, ever really been my particular cup of tea. And I've recommended a couple of the podcasts in the past that were true crime podcasts, and I've actually started listening to more of them because i find when it's when it's one that's done by somebody who's actually interested in the subject, and it's something they. It's like anything else. If somebody's passionate about what they're talking about, it's a lot easier to get drawn in, and it's a lot easier to be interested in it. Because in my mind, for years, true crime has always conjured up images of like unsolved mysteries and forensic files and all these clinical, depressing-ass television programs that I watched when I was younger because I didn't have any say over what was on the television because I was young. Or, as I was older and I didn't have any say over what was on the television because I'm married and I want to be happy so I just shut up. Like I said, never really been my cup of tea. I don't really, I never got super interested in looking at the forensic cases and hearing about all the rotten, horrible shit that people were doing to each other in this world. So I never thought this would be something I'd be like, you know what, this is actually a really interesting subject matter. And it turns out it, it can be, and it can be done, I mean, it's a dark, serious-ass topic, and it can be really depressing and I actually know for a fact so there's a couple of people that have done these true crime podcasts then and it can get emotionally draining because you're looking into some really horrible shit. And there's information out there. I mean, nowadays we have the internet. There's public data available on damn near everything. Cold cases going way back. I saw a meme the other day made me laugh. It was talking about a crime and it said, "Oh, don't worry, we'll just wait for a true crime podcast to figure it out for us." and i laughed a little bit because if you look at the way some of these people dig into these cases it's surprising as hell particularly if it's an unsolved crime case and there's all this data there to be looked at and it's probably not unheard of i haven't really looked into it deeply myself it's like i said i find it interesting i it's more about for me it's more about enjoying listening people do, doing something they like but i like it when it's done well i like It's always nice when there's good production values and people have done their homework and done their research so they're knowledgeable about what it is they're talking about, as opposed to me who's working with an outline and flying off the cuff 90% of the time. You know, people put a lot of genuine work into these true crime scenarios because it's a subject that merits a lot of work. And that doesn't mean you have to be super duper serious about it. I mean, yeah, it's a serious subject and a lot of these crimes are horrible ass things. I mean just some of them are gory some of them are just because they're perpetrated against children or people that i mean there's really not a lot of good crime by definition let's be honest it's freaking crime you know it's it is by definition generally bad stuff i mean there are crimes that could be construed as good things too and that's that's a matter for the philosophers and the debaters i'm not here to be either one of those today so but from a perspective of looking at the facts, I've really started getting into these programs and the way different hosts look, even I've actually found a couple of different scenarios where different shows were talking about the same crimes, but they're talking about it from their, their perspective. And the research and the data is filtered through their perceptions and their knowledge and their backgrounds, and you can get a completely different take on the same story just depending on who's telling it. Which is something we all know that's how things work in the world. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. It's, it's like when we were kids and you'd play telephone and the message that got spoken by the last person was never the same as the message that got spoken by the first person because everything changes a little bit based on the telling. So, I've gotten into all these, you know, true crime podcasts and, I've, like I said, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. And when I say a lot, I mean like an inordinate amount because I've had a lot of time on my hands... And I've been trying to keep busy, but while I'm doing all these other things to keep busy, I'm, I like background noise. I like music playing. I, but I've started listening to all these shows, and it's like I found generally if something new gets referred to me, I'll listen to one episode and kind of go from there. If that one episode didn't really floor me, there's a really good chance, because I've got such a backlog of stuff I want to listen to now, if you don't floor me on one episode, or if I can't handle your speaking voice or your timber, or if you've got really crummy production value, I'm not going to keep listening. It's just, I've got so much stuff I want to check out, and I don't know, maybe it's because I'm getting old and I'm feeling mortality's icy grasp or something like that, but it's like I'm not going to invest a whole bunch of my time in something that's not grabbing my attention. But I've also found a whole bunch of programs that have, in some cases, been on... been doing their show for a couple of years and there are in some cases three, four or five seasons worth of material that I wanna go back and check out now because I got into it and I got hooked. But I also want to keep broadening my horizon and I wanna I wanna better what I'm doing so I want to get as much input of other people's stuff as possible so I can kinda of learn from other people's successes and failures. Which is why I'll still listen to a show all the way to the end, even if it's not being done well. I mean sometimes you'll get somebody doing great research and have a great background and just something about their voice may not set, set right with you. Uh, there's, there's actually one lady who whose podcast I started listening to, and I made it through the first episode, but I couldn't listen to a second episode because she sounded exactly like the voice of somebody in one of the uh, online lecture series things I'd been listening to for a class I'm taking. And just a little tiny hint of an accent and the way certain words are pronounced just goes right through me like a n- hot knife through butter and I can't listen to her talk for more than five or ten minutes without wanting to just turn it off and walk away. And it's unfortunate because it seemed like she did really thorough research but I, I couldn't stand her voice. So, And on the other side of the coin doing these, these things where people are doing it more as a passion project or it's because it's something they like or it's because it's something they're into and so there there's more animation about it it's not cold and clinical like the television narrators were in all the programs back in the day or the programs that are current from what i can tell like i said honestly they those tv shows still aren't my particular cup of tea and i still tune out when the wife turns them on i'll either sit there and do crossword puzzles on my phone or put my headphones on and then get weird looks when i start giggling when there's somebody on the slab on tv and i'm and I'm laughing at some story that, that somebody told about it, whatever it is I'm listening to at the time that tickled my funny bone for whatever reason. And, you know, what can I say? That's marriage. It's the definition of cohabitating with another person is, is sometimes you cast each other weird stupid looks over across the couch. I'm pretty sure there's at least one or two times a week where my wife's looking at me going, You know, I <laughs> could put the pillow over your face and tell everybody your breathing mask failed. And I don't think anybody would question it too hard. (laughs) But, what can I say? At the end of the day, I know she loves me. And, I mean, obviously I'm still here. And so, yeah, I've been getting into these true crime podcasts. And I'm going to throw a few recommendations out there uh, that I haven't touched on before. And they're the new ones that I've been listening to. And if you're looking for something cool to listen to, if you're at a place where while you're at work you can listen to stuff and you're tired of the same old music playlist that you've listened to a 9 million times before or you're just looking for something educational or something cool to check out really I think you guys should uh, take a look at this stuff it's like I said I I didn't think it was going to be something I liked and I found stuff that I think is really interesting and like I said I'm working through a massive backlog of stuff I need to listen to now but on the upside I have a lot of time on my hands too so there's that so here's some recommendations for podcasts I haven't mentioned yet but I really think you guys should check out Okay, so I'm going to start with The Jury Room. It's a po- true crime podcast. You actually just heard the spot for his show, and it's, it's, it's worth checking out. It's, I just started listening to it myself. It got a lot to go through, but it's a good podcast. Next one is The Reverie True Crime Show. It's another one. It's uh, well done. It's entertaining. It's worth li- giving it a listen to. We've got the Riddle Me That True Crime Podcast, which is done by a lady with a Ph.D. She's a really smart lady. It's a really well-done program. It's good facts, good, good to listen to. Then we've got one done by a couple of ladies called You Should Have Ghosted. It's about true crime in relation to online dating. It's interesting. It's good for a giggle, at least if you're a sick bastard like me, you'll, you'll, you'll appreciate it. And lastly, and most definitely not leastly, I have Malice, which is a it's one of the ones I was talking about. It has a big back catalog, and I'm working on getting through it, and it's been really interesting and really well done. And I totally think you should check it out. It's, you won't regret it. So those are my podcast recommendations. I'm going to try not to get in the habit of recommending shows in every single episode, but it's what's on my mind, so it's what I have to talk about. So we're going to take another real quick break, and we're going to come back, and you will uh, find out the last thing I've got to say. All right, so we're going to take another quick break, and in the interest of keeping this right around the half hour mark, we'll have another little quick segment when we get back. Okay, now that that's out of the way, I got one last thing I want to talk about in this episode and then I will wrap it up and let you get on with your day. I want to talk about something It's literally right around the corner. Black Friday is coming up and it's going to be more messed up than usual. And in the last couple of years, thankfully, it's actually been dialing back. Retailers have been extending their sales hours, not doing these stupid-ass doorbuster midnight sales where coming in they have one tv that they're selling for 35 bucks to get 5,000 people in the door of the store and with a lot of people doing online shopping and online retailers offering comparable bargains to anything you're going to find by going out and doing something stupid yeah black friday deals are out there and it's still a huge shopping time the holidays are right around the corner marketers are going to try and make their money off of it But with everything being what it is and with things being as messed up as they are and the pandemic putting everybody in such a crap position, if you're in a position where you haven't taken a hit to your lifestyle, if you're not unemployed, if you're not laid off, if you're not furloughed, if you're working from home or even if you're still working and going out in public every day and working and you're making your regular paycheck and you're doing okay and your bills are still getting paid and you're not hurting, Take the time, think about it, support your local businesses. Buy gift cards and gift certificates to local restaurants, to mom and pop stores. Find people, look online in your local Facebook groups. I usually try not to mention any particular platform by name, but with this circumstance, I'm going to say check out the marketplace groups. Check out Etsy. Look at all these locally produced things people are out there struggling trying to do the best they can trying to get by buying something from one of the huge online market houses puts more money in the company's coffers buying something from somebody who's making handcrafted artwork or signs or making scented candles or bath soaps or body bombs or any of that stuff any of these small individual home-based businesses that's putting a toy in a kid's christmas stocking that's buying depending whatever denomination you want to look at the holiday time is here and there are a lot of people that are going to be trying to provide something nice for their kids trying to keep meals on the tables if you're in a position where you can you really should and i don't want to harp or be preachy about these things i mean i i love a good deal just as much as everybody else i have an inner little cheap bastard that lives in the back of my head and yells at me every time i pay retail for anything but if i have to spend money on anything at this point i'm not going to do it on some big massive scale I mean, granted, I have to, certain things I have to buy online just because there's nowhere around here that sells. It's not a big box store anyway, so I might as well order them online and save a little money. Because for what I can go to the store and pay for five pounds of wax, I can get 30 pounds by buying it directly from a wholesaler. And if you're spending money with these home businesses and small mom-and-pop shops, you're still stimulating the economy. You're actually doing it more directly because they have to get their supplies from somewhere. The stuff is still going to get put into the system and still going to get purchased. A lot of it's going to be more domestically done. And like I said, you're not putting more money into a stockholder's portfolio. I mean, you are, but not directly. What you're actually doing is putting a meal on a kid's plate. You're buying a kid what they need to be in band or be in a sport or to have a hobby, or to have a decent childhood and have some fun. I mean, if anything, you're helping out people who mom and dad still want to do right by their kids. They don't want them to have crappy holidays because life came and took a big old dump on all of us. So, without getting too preachy, without harping on it, shop local, shop small business, shop even. If, I understand franchisees are local businesses too. That's something somebody pointed out to me the last time I started talking about shopping local. And yeah, I get it. And yes, they support and hire people in the community and they provide jobs to people and stuff. That's fine. That's all well and good. There's still some big corporation taking a cut. if they're And franchisees generally are not things like big box stores and massive chains. And on top of that... If you're getting something that's handmade by some home business chances are it's gonna be more personal it's gonna probably be better made because people tend to take a certain amount of pride when it's something like that as opposed to something that's getting churned out by a factory yeah factories may be a little more consistent and a little more regular but it's not gonna have that same investment behind it because it's somebody punching a clock and probably working in some third world country making what there is a decent living and what here would be considered poverty so when you're looking at the black friday specials and the flyers and the ads and all the pop-ups and the emails that we're all getting i get them every day and so i know everybody else is getting them too because i generally don't sign up for that crap And I try and avoid it like the plague when I can. Just because I don't like going through my email. I'm lazy. I don't want to sort through all that crap. I put my spam filters in place and I send all that stuff straight to the garbage. But some of it's still getting through. So I know there's probably a lot that's not. And it's got me thinking. And I'm really not in a position to be doing too much for anybody personally. But I'm going to do my damnedest to see that what I do spend is done as close to home as possible and i can't do much other other than providing for my family but within the realm of what i can do i'm going to and i really think that's something we all need to do these days again i'm not trying to be preachy i'm not trying to be pushy but it's something it's a little thing if we all just do it it doesn't even have to be everything if you really got your heart set on going out and buying a TV or something for for the holidays, or or if you need a new TV, if your TV dies, yeah, by all means, get the best price you can for that big ass thing that you cannot get from somebody. There's nobody making homemade LCDs. There's there's not. It's let's be realistic. But if it's you want to get something, if you're getting unique little gifts for people that are friends and you're not going to go out and spend hundreds of dollars on a gift for one person but you want to go out and get something little for your friends or your neighbors or your co-workers think about looking online there's no shortage of ways to find people that are trying to sell stuff to help better their situation right now and if you're going to spend the money anyway you might as well try and you know get a little good karma while you're doing it do some good for the community do some good for other people this is the time of year when we're supposed to be thinking about others and we're supposed to be helping the less fortunate and unfortunately right now there's a whole hell of a lot of less fortunate out there and if I wasn't in the situation I'm in I would probably still feel the exact same way because frankly that's how I was raised it's 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 a moral stance there are people out there who life takes a dump on sometimes and if you're in a position to help them, you really should. I'm not saying cut your own throats by any means. I'm not saying sacrifice everything you have. I think that's ridiculous and it's unrealistic. But if you're going to do something little for somebody, why not do something little for two somebodies? Something little for somebody who will appreciate that you got them something different and thoughtful instead of just some regular, you know, I got this at the local drugstore for 5.95 95 on the way to come see you because I forgot I was supposed to bring you something. And it won't be something where it's, you know, maybe it's not going to be some super hilarious, like, oh, my God, this is awesome. I can't believe you got it. But you can get something that's thoughtful and shows that you gave it some thought and you went a little different route and you did something different. And if nothing else, you can feel good about yourself knowing you did something to help people that were struggling. And that's the end of my moral posturing for now. And for tonight, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I Had to Say It podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program things i've talked about there are some links available for some merch that we're working on and there are ways to contact us there as well and thanks for listening and i look forward to talking to you again soon